As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldred Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. What's up, yo? What up? Mike Oldroyd speaking. Michael Oldroyd in the house. Hope you're doing well. Hope uh, that for whatever reason you decided to press play and listen to this podcast, that uh, you're in a great place and uh, that you're excited to, you know, get an earful of the life of Miguel Oldroyd and the current status here in New York City. Um, <clears throat> since last week, um, just building up some momentum for the new year, really. Hopefully you guys have been too. Hopefully, uh, you're off to a good start. I think everybody's universally been, um, uh, not too, um, I guess enthralled. I don't know if that's the right word, but just, uh, it's been a, it's, it's taken, some, tecto some tectonic shifts to get uh, underway again. You know, the holidays were great, and I think getting back to work uh, this last week has been a step-by-step -step process. Each day has gotten a little bit better, but I know that uh, that Monday, that first Monday back in the new year was probably the uh, hardest Monday <laughs> that um, I've experienced in a while. Nevertheless, uh, here we are, and hopefully um, the wheels are churning. Hopefully... It's kind of like the, the Titanic, right? As soon as the Titanic saw the iceberg and had to reverse the gears, that's pretty much what that first week back to the new year has been for me. And, and hopefully it hasn't been as bad for you, but what matters more is where we are now and where we're going. So I hope the New Year's plans are, and uh, resolutions are uh, making headway for you, uh, whatever those uh, goals to better thyself are, I hope you're seeing progress already and that you're sticking to it, you know, <clears throat> I personally am uh, doing okay with my New Year's resolution, which has been the same for the last 15 years, uh, to stop biting my nails. I did put on some fingernail polish last night, uh, which is helping, um, you know, one day deep, <laughs> you know, just because I have failed to uh, not hold true to that New Year's resolution yet doesn't mean I can't try to start now, right? I mean, even though it's 10 days and I've already kind of missed that boat, uh, I'm still going to try, right? So I don't have to wait till 2017 to stop biting my nails just because I've already failed 2016 from the very beginning. You know, I can still make this thing stop. Uh, Anyway, I'm watching football right now. Are you guys watching? Have you been watching the playoffs? I mean, obviously, uh, if you know me at all, you know that football is my true love. Uh, you know, I love other things as well, but there's nothing that uh, has a deeper root in my soul as far as activities go besides the great game of American football. Um, watching the, the Seahawks at the moment. Russell Wilson is leading them. They're losing 30 nothing halftime. Um... I thought about having some background music, but it is halftime, so it would be kind of weird if I listened to Tony Dungy. If you guys could hear Tony Dungy analyze the game um, with uh, whoever that other guy is he's talking to right now. I put it on mute. I figure, you know, we'll keep it consistent. I usually don't have background noise, and since the game's not going on, 
cut it out, right? But um, I'm rooting for uh, the Seahawks because even though I'm a diehard Niners fan, I, I love the 49ers. I love them. They are my true love. But I don't like them right now. I do not like the 49ers at the moment. I don't like the fact that they moved to Santa Clara. I don't like that Jim Harbaugh is not there anymore. I don't like... I actually don't really like Colin Kaepernick that much. However, uh, I do want to see a comeback from him at some point. Uh, I, I don't think he'll be with the Niners after this season. I'm surprised they haven't announced that they're getting rid of him yet. But um, I do think... I guess they're waiting to see what happens with the coaching situation before they actually let him go. I don't know. But um, I do want to see a comeback from Kaepernick. You know, I think that he's needed to grow up, in my opinion. He's been a little bit immature over the last few years and a little self-indulgent. And he needs to be a little bit more off the field, like somebody like Russell Wilson, who I, I can't help but like. I, I don't think many people can disagree with that. Um, if you don't know Russell Wilson, he is the starting quarterback for the Seahawks. Uh, he does have a Super Bowl victory under his belt. Um, they did lose one, I think, last year. But what makes him awesome is who he is off the field, the type of person he is. He's a unselfish um, team player. Uh, you take a look at his Instagram account. He's got all these pictures with, you know, uh, where he's doing good things to help others. You know, it's 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 not all about him. And unfortunately, in the past, it seemed like Colin Kaepernick uh, is more about his shoe collection and how cool he looks rather than, um, you know, doing something to make the world a better place and being a, a great leader um, off the field for the community. You know, like I said, it's not that Colin Kaepernick can't grow up a little bit and, and change, and I, I want to see him do that. We can all um, improve, and I'm not going to write him off. So it'll be interesting to see. He's definitely very talented, but I think the reason he, he actually lost the Super Bowl and then kind of fell off, fell off the horse is um, due to him not having self-actualized to the highest, um, the highest form of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, <clears throat> as soon as he gets humble and really builds from the bottom, uh, I think that he has potential for true greatness. And by that, in the Super Bowl. Anyway, uh, one thing about Russell Wilson that I really like that I've heard is that he, every single week, if he can, he goes to um, Seattle Children's Hospital to visit with the cancer patients, the sick children, and he'll actually go in and, and see someone consistently until they are checked out and, and healthy and, and leave. And um, I've heard from people um, that he actually uh, is the most consistent and has done more time, spent more time regularly at that hospital than any other player in Seahawks history. And I, I think that's an extremely telling symbol of, of who this guy is and what he's about. And that's why I want to see somebody like him be successful. We all like to see hard work rewarded and, and good character um, rewarded. You know, we, we want to see those types of guys win. You know, because we live in a world where... You so often see, um, you know, the other things be rewarded. You so often see, uh, um, you know, people like Bill Belichick uh, winning Super Bowls. Um, you know, when he's uh, he's not too uh, afraid to, uh, you know, cut corners here and there. So again, I don't know all the story, so I'm not going to judge him. But I'm using him as an example or a, a guinea pig to, to. Um, kind of explain my analogy. It's, it's good to see good people with good character 
get success, which is one of the reasons I will say that I do. I am excited to see uh, how the new football coach for Missouri does, um, Barry Odom. I know him personally. During my time at Missouri, he's the guy who actually opened the doors for uh, the football team there for me. He was always a caring, genuine person of integrity, did the right things, you know, didn't cut corners, followed NCAA rules. He, you know, he checked up on me to make sure that I was doing well, um, you know, on the football team. I could tell, I could honestly tell, or at least I got the vibe that he really wanted to see me succeed in, in every way there. And uh, he always had a genuine smile on his face. And it's, it's guys like that that, you know, when you see them rewarded with an opportunity like he has been now to be the head coach of Missouri, it's, it's exciting, you know. And, you know, we all want to see that uh, that type of person do well. So I can speak to his character, uh, knowing him personally and endorsing him. And, you know, I think uh, I think he will be successful, you know. So um, looking forward to seeing that. Um, the Chiefs tore it up yesterday. They destroyed the Texans 30 to nothing. So it'll be kind of fun to see how that goes. Uh, Jeremy Macklin, I didn't see how he played, but I know he's had a really good year. And uh, him and Andy Reid have that long-term relationship. Um, I know that J-Mac's probably happy to be back in, uh, you know, Missouri. Uh, one of my... Uh, one of my friends uh, has a, a Royals jersey that says Macklin on the back. It's pretty funny. That uh, Eric KC fan. Awesome guy, awesome Mizzou fan. So I can appreciate fun uh, representation like that. Um, anyway, here we are. Not to spend too much time talking about football. Um, random note, I am wearing my high school track tights right now because uh, laundry day was like three weeks ago. So I'm sitting here in my living room with, actually I have football socks on that I got from the University of Missouri. It literally says dry fit football. It says football on the socks and it's got the Nike logo. I'm sitting here with my spring light green lime, not lime, but just light foresty green tank top that is a springtime, summertime shirt. And then I'm wearing these purple track tights that um, I used to wear when I would race in high school, um, and that is a telltale sign that it's laundry day. Um, I think, uh, I think we've all been there, and the more, the bigger that laundry pile gets, the less I want to do it, because I don't even know where to start. Um, uh, thinking about taking it to the laundromat, or the, uh, the cleaners, and just paying somebody to do it for, like, 60 bucks, which is ridiculous, but, hey, time is money, right? Um... <clears throat> Anyway, uh, comedy is going well. I had a great week of comedy this last week. Uh, you know, I hosted on Wednesday at the, uh, at the comedy store or the comic strip um, at Gladys's mic there. Um, it was great. You know, great exercise hosting. I love it. You know, and I think it. You know, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Uh, one of my weaknesses, I think, is um, writing in funny punchlines and then translating that to the moment of spontaneity to create that magical, humorous pop, you know. Um, one of my strengths is um, being personal, right? It's uh, uh, my interpersonal interaction with people. It's what I do for a living outside of comedy. And it's, uh, you know, it's just kind of, you know, my personality and in, in, um, interaction with people is, is, the, is the meat of it, right? So 
being a host allows me to really tap into that even more so. It gives me the incentive, you know, because the goal is to get the crowd involved, warmed up, talk to them a little bit, you know, engaged, ask them where they're from, you know, be callback, be spontaneous. So I think it, you know, it, it, it um, how can I say, uh, allows those types of skills to shine through easier um, rather than focusing on a, a set that's uh, more scripted, I guess. Um, nevertheless, though, having fun with comedy, doing doing more to get out there, it's just happening naturally. It's not a 2016 resolution or anything like that. It's just, you know, I'm focusing all the thing, on all the things in life that, uh, you know, are geared toward, you know, growth and moving forward, whether it's, you know, it's, um, you know work or comedy or uh, working out, being healthy, things like that. Um, cutting out, you know, wasting time going on OkCupid dates, you know, because it's a waste of time and money um, 99% of the time, or well, maybe 95%, I'll say. Um, I still uh, will never completely cut out the uh, lady life, obviously, no matter how uh, motivated I get to, um, you know, be successful in all those areas I mentioned. Um, I, you know, I go out and have a couple beers, and all of a sudden it all goes out the window, you know? I mean, the other night I found myself uh, tipsy on the subway on my way home hitting on girls by myself. Uh, I actually got a, a girl's number on the subway, um, and it was... Um, you know, she's interested in coming and checking out one of my comedy shows sometimes. So I think she's intrigued, you know. Um, so that's kind of fun. I found that when I do go on OK Keep the Dates, a lot of times I end up becoming friends with the girls. And uh, I, it's like a great way of recruiting not fans, but followers, uh, people that support my comedy. Like, pretty much every girl that I go on a date with always wants to see me perform on stage. You know, so why fight it, right? Why fight that? Um, anyway, um, that's fun. So moving on to the next topic, the game's starting back up here. I already talked about my track tights. Um, talked about football. Mm. Bear with me. I can't read my writing. What the frick? Getting something from guacamole. Getting. Oh, okay. Getting fans from OKC. I talked about that. Um, yeah, so back to the comedy. I've been, uh, like I said, been trying to get myself out there a little bit more. Been networking a little bit, you know, after the show on Friday night. So I emceed Wednesday night, performed Friday night uh, as, a, as a comic. And uh, went out with some of the guys afterwards and talked comedy. It was good to kind of get out and network a little bit. Uh, a couple of um, really cool guys, you know, the type of guy you want to be friends with. And I think that's the way to do it is, you know, network with the people you like. Not, not people that you think are going to help get you where you're going to go. Because eventually, you know, people want to do business with people they like. So become friends with people that you, you, you want to be friends with. And let the rest take care of itself. I found out, you know, talking with one of my buddies from comedy, you know, we opened up and he shared a lot of uh, insight into the New York comedy scene, kind of how to get into it and become more of a regular at certain comedy clubs. You know, stuff that I had no idea, but I was always kind of curious, um, kind of how to take it to that, that 
that next level. So I'm not just sitting here spinning my comedy wheels. Um, it's all about you know getting better, obviously, and uh, and whatnot. But you know you want to you want to get traction. You want to feel some upward mobility, see some reward for that hard work, right? Just like going to the gym, you want to you know you want to see a you want to see a return on the hard work you've been putting in. Um, you know you want to see those uh, those love handles go away when you go to the gym. You want to see um, those thighs get bigger. The only reason my thighs even fit in my high school track tights anymore is because I, I lost weight over the years. I mean, these things used to be so tight on me when I was playing football at Mizzou that I couldn't even get into them anymore. Now my thighs are uh, more twig-like than they used to be. But, you know, I'm not you know, trying to... That's not where my focus is right now. I'd like to get my thighs a little bit bigger, but, um, you know, I'm not too... Uh, too focused on that, just more so working out to be healthy. Got an Apple Watch, so I can kind of track my heart right now, um, and uh, you know, get a little uh, cardio in. Um, anyway, I'm I'm veering off on tangents. Back to the comedy stuff. Uh, um, you know, went to um, went to a new comedy club yesterday. It's called Caroline's. I, I live like a couple blocks away from it. I don't know why I haven't done this yet, but just about getting out there and getting in that momentum. You know, and um, you know, met a cool, met a booker down there, you know, saw the stage, watched a little bit of the comedy, and, and got a feel for that. A little bit more of what is the New York scene there. You know, Caroline's is one of the staple clubs out here. Um, you know, everyone's obviously performed there at some at, at some point. Um, so, you know, just learning how to uh, infiltrate, baby, and having some fun at the same time. You know, uh, after we went out with the comics the other night, went out downtown, and just, uh, we went to this, uh, underground concert, this New Zealand band, uh, who's got a lot of notoriety over there. It was a lot of fun to watch. I forget her name, but I met her, the, the singer, which is a true artist, you know? Just, um, the way they performed, the way she was performing, you know, she it was just her acapella with a guitar and a girl with a bass, uh, an electric bass. And, uh, you know, it's just... You know, it's cool to appreciate that art. I could see a band like that, you know, performing on Saturday Night Live. It's that same kind of unique um, vibe that you see some of the bands uh, get booked on SNL when they try to change up the, uh, the artistic uh, guests that they bring on. You know, you see all types of bands on SNL. Um, they keep the hosts pretty mainstream, I'd say, but, you know, and not have mainstream uh, musical guests too, but. As, as you probably know, they, they, they definitely try to uh, incorporate uh, unique musical guests from time to time, which is always good. Um, oh, so here's something that's worth noting. So I met a girl who sells herself for intercourse. Random. This is a completely new tangent. And what made me think of it is uh, we were hanging out. Um, I took her on a date, by the way. And this is not... This is random... <laughs> I haven't even, like, gone on a real date in a while. I usually, like, just meet up and drink. But I decided, you know, I'm going to treat this girl like a lady. I took her out to dinner. Um, as crazy as that sounds, and I'm not interested in, you know, paying for, for intercourse or anything like that. But I took her out to dinner because I was in, in... I wanted to get to know her. You know, she's a young girl. I, I guess I was intrigued to see what would make her want to do that, you know. She obviously doesn't have to, but she doesn't seem to mind it. I mean, it's... Whatever, it's her choice. And anyway, she, um, <laughs> maybe this is TMI, but what I will say is she came over to hang out 
and um, now I have Hulu. Now I have because she gave me her login. She wanted to watch one of her shows on uh, on Hulu, and now I have Hulu. So that's that's really why I told you that story is because I'm excited that I now have Hulu, um, and uh, that's that. So. I also have HBO Go because one of my buddies gave me the password to that. So what I'm trying to say, guys, is you never know. You know what I'm trying to say is we all, um, it's good to be friends with people. You know, it's good to, because we can all scratch each other's backs somehow. We all can kind of benefit from one another in, in unexpected ways. You know, she gets a free meal uh, from me. I get Hulu in exchange. It's almost like a, an unknown investment. You know, I paid a whatever premium was for that dinner, and now I have Hulu for however many months I get it until she cancels it. Now I can watch all the SNL episodes I want without having to look it up online, or like stay up on um, on uh, what whatever Saturday night to watch it on TV because I don't have Direct TV out here. They don't allow you to uh, have the um, satellite dishes on your roof. Anyway, um, what else, guys? Um, you know, I've been um, I've been taking the karate. Not, it's not karate class. I call that because Wing Chun. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. It's W I N G T S U N. Uh, it is a um, martial art that combines pretty much a, a ton of the, uh, the fighting styles out there in uh, China. Is it? Uh, I should really know that. Anyway, that's that's. I don't even mean disrespect when I say that toward. You know the uh, the grandmasters, um, but what I do know is I knew Ip Man was. If you've seen the movie Ip Man, it's the fighting style that he uh, did. I think I told you guys before. It's uh, what Bruce Lee learned before he went off on his own and developed Jeet Kune Do, which is the free form fighting style. He used weapons like nunchucks and things, and that's not really part of Wing Chun. Um, however, I am continuing to try to develop the the nunchuck skills, which is pretty cool. Without beating myself up too much and smacking my funny bone too many times. You know, every once in a while, uh, I'll bring my nunchucks on stage and just smack my funny bone around just so I uh, can get a few laughs, you know what I mean? Let's, uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, so Christian Bale knows Wing Chun. Um, so does Robert Downey Jr. They're both, they both incorporate that into a lot of their movies like uh, in Iron Man and Batman. So a lot of Wing Chun is used in, uh, in the new Batman movie pretty pimped out, if you want my opinion. Um, it's been fun, you know, getting better. You know, I've been doing it for about a month now, and I'm, I'm seeing a little bit of, you know, I'm starting to get a little bit fluid with it, right? Getting a little fluid and uh, feeling loose. You know, I, I can tap into the athletic uh, background that I have to uh, pick her up, and it's, it's a nice way to have something that motivates me still, you know, aside from just wanting to be healthy, right? I go to the gym, you know, trying to keep my heart in check and whatnot, you know, for longevity purposes, but it's nice to kind of still have something where I'm like, all right, this is, uh, I'm passionate about this, so it's not just about being healthy, it's like, you know, I want to learn this, this craft, so. Um, did you guys buy a lotto ticket? Uh, 900 million? Uh, I didn't. See, I think I accidentally bought a wrong lotto ticket. I mean, I never played the lotto, but for 900 million, I figured I would. And I think I bought a New York Powerball ticket, and I don't even know how to check the numbers. So, whatever. You know, you will have to 
Well, to maybe do a little bit of research outside of this podcast to figure it out. Feel free to call in. By the way, if you guys ever have suggestions or you want to hear me talk about certain topics, please feel free. It's um, something that uh, I would love to do. You can send me Michael michaeloldroid.com right? www.michaeloldroid.com you can spell it the same same spelling as what you see on uh, the podcast uh, my name is spelled that way and um, you know submit me submit me um, you know what do they call it uh, uh, you know suggestions things like that if you want me to talk about things that have happened in previous episodes and you want to follow up on those or you're curious to know a certain topic I mean I'd love to talk about it. this is really open I'm going to have more guests on the show from time to time randomly, but, um, yeah, I mean, let me know. Follow me on Twitter. It's at the droid, T-H-E-D-R-O-Y-D, as droid as in old R2-D2, or, you know, um, is it BB-8, the little, uh, little Star Wars, the new little, uh, uh, he's a droid as well, I think, so, yeah, that's what I'm about, baby, you know? I got my... Alarm clock is R2-D2. In fact, let me see if I can play it for you guys right now so you can hear what wakes me up every morning. It's, uh, it's always fun to wake up to a little R2-D2. Uh, let's see. So basically that noise right there is what wakes me up. It's it's good to, uh, you know, old droid, baby. Um, my dad is the one who came up with old R2-D2, and uh, I thought that was pretty pretty cool. So, uh, let's see. You guys seen any other good movies? You seen the new Rocky yet? Um, great, great movies. Um, I mean, you gotta give it up for... Sylvester Stallone and the whole story with how he wrote Rocky. By the way, his real name is Michael. I don't know if you knew that. It's Michael Sylvester Stallone. Uh, ironic enough, there's a lot of um, references to my name in that movie. You know, Mick's Jim. You know, his former trainer, Mick. The new, uh, the new guy that he trains is played by actor Michael B. Jordan. You know, can't go by Michael Jordan because, uh, of course, um, there's only one Michael. But uh, I thought it was a really cool movie. Um, I thought they both did a great job in it. It was inspiring. It's, it's really cool. It, it's, you know, he kind of takes uh, somebody who's in, in maybe our current day life and applies fighting to that, which is cool. He keeps it current. They keep it current. And uh, Michael Jordan did a great job as the uh, as Apollo Creed son in that movie and, and uh, making a name for himself, uh, breaking out of that shadow. So, um what else have we seen? Obviously, I love Star Wars. I think I forgot to talk about that movie last time. But it was absolutely tremendous. Um, I love Ray. If anybody uh, can hit Ray up for me and just let her know I'm interested, please feel free. Um, it'll be interesting. I don't... I mean, no spoil. It's too late to do a spoiler anyway, but... You know, because anybody who hasn't seen the movie by now just doesn't even care. Uh, <laughs> but, uh... It would be it would be interesting to see. I I would imagine that Ray and um, Kylo Ren have to be have to be family somehow. If they're not, I know he's attracted to her. Um, so I don't know. 
Not only does she probably have, if they're not a uh, family, not only does she have power over him because she's on the right side of the force, but she's got the power of the vagina. I mean, that dude is at a complete disadvantage <laughs> with both of those things behind her. Um, so, uh, Bernie Sanders, very random. What do you guys think? Think he's going to win? In my opinion, uh, I think Bernie Sanders is an awesome guy. What I, what I do like is I respect his honesty, and he's real. You know, I, I love his answer on the, the debate uh, a couple weeks back where, you know, Hillary Clinton's answer to one question was, everyone should love me. And, and Bernie Sanders said, the people on Wall Street will not love me. In fact, they will. Yeah. And I, I love that he was, um, you know, so frank. Now, I, I can't see him being president uh, for a few reasons. Um, but, man, if I was the president of the United States, I would hire him on my staff immediately because I know he's going to shoot me straight. You know, and that's the type of guy you want. In, if he's not the man, you want him working with the man because uh, I think somebody like that is going is to help, uh, yeah, help straighten some shit out. And, and not to get too political on you guys, but um, let's give it up for Obama. Obama putting down the hammer on the gun laws, man. You know, it's, in my opinion, it's going to help make things safer. So I respect him for, uh, in my opinion, doing the right thing. You know. Um, I think this podcast is pretty much over. Um, by the way, to, to tie things all together, I found out that, you know, um, you shouldn't just call a girl a, a prostitute. You know, that's kind of like, you know, it's all about labeling people and whatnot. And, um, you know, they, they like to call themselves sugar babies. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny?